Welcome to Zikhur Dav Simanim, I'm Rabbi Avram Goldar, and this is the Week in Review, where we're going to go over seven blot, the Simanim, and the brief description of what the Siman is referring to on the blot. Dav Tzaditez, so the Simran Dav Tzaditez is a cheetah. So here goes. When a cheetah, cheetah, that must mean we're on Dav Tzaditez. When a cheetah suddenly appeared, the entire Chabura withdrew, except for one brave member. Which reminds us, the Gemara suggested that the mission which allows registering strangers in order to avoid the problem of leaving the Pesach ownerless is not in accordance with Rabbi Yehuda, who holds that the registrants may continue withdrawing from the Pesach and diminishing the number of people registered on it, provided that one of the original group remains registered. Rabbi Yochanan answered that you can even say that the Mishnah does accord with Rabbi Yehuda, since Rabbi Yehuda said, Ein shochin is a Pesach al yachid. We do not shech the Pesach for a single individual. Therefore, in the case of the Mishnah, where there's only one person being registered on it, there stands to be another person registered on it together with the original person, Uke Echem and therefore the newcomer is like one of the original members of the group. So when a cheetah suddenly appeared, the entire Chabura withdrew, except for one brave member, who developed quite an appetite, Erev Pesach, which reminds us the first mission the 10th Barak states on Erev Pesach from close to Mincha, one may not eat until nightfall. And Rosh Hashanah explains that not eating then will enable a person to eat the matzah at night with an appetite. The Gemara asks why our mission implies that this halach is specific to Erev Pesach, but Bryson teaches that according to Yehuda, that one may not eat after Mincha on any Erev Shabbos or Yantav. Ravuna answers that our Mishnah follows the opinion of Rabbi Yosi, who generally permits eating on Erev Shabbos and Yantav. So when a cheetah suddenly appeared, the entire Chabura withdrew, except for one brave member, who developed quite an appetite, Erev Pesach, while on the lookout for an Ani, he could give four cups of wine and a recliner too. Which reminds us, the Mishnah states, I feel Ani Yisrael, O and even the poorest man in Yisrael may not eat until he reclines, and they must not give him less than four cups of wine, and this is so even if he's supported from the Tamchui. The Rashbam explains that it's incumbent on the community to ensure that the poor can fulfill this Rabbanu Mitzvah. In the event that the Gabbai stuck and neglected or were unable to give them wine, the paupers must do their utmost to fulfill the Mitzvah, even to the point of selling their clothing, borrowing, or hiring themselves out. Dav Kuf. So the Simmer Dav Kuf is a monkey. So here goes. The circus monkeys, monkeys, that must be more duff, kuf. The circus monkeys were trained to let people continue eating a meal they began before Mincha Erev Shabbos, which reminds us as Malchuk's whether somebody began a meal before Mincha on Erev Shabbos is allowed to continue eating after Shabbos begins. Rebid maintains Mabsikim Shabbosos, we interrupt for Shabbosos, Rabbi Yossi argues, a Mabsikim, we do not interrupt. According to Rabbi Yehuda, the person must stop the meal, remove the table, and recite Birch as a Muslim. The reason is that a meal must be brought to the table for the honor of Shabbos, or because the eating after nightfall would be viewed as an extension of the weekday meal. Tosos explained, according to Rabbi Yossi, he need not interrupt the meal, for the eating after nightfall is considered one of the Shabbos meals. The Kiddush that would be recited immediately afterwards is viewed as having been recited upon that meal. The Gemara relates to Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi. But once eating meal together when Shabbos began, a discussion ensued about whether they should interrupt the meal or not, and eventually, They did not move from there until they established the halacha, according to Rabbi Yossi. So the circus monkeys who were trained to let people continue eating a meal, they began before Mincha of Shabbos, and knew to cover the table with a cloth before Kiddush, which reminds us it was taught in the Bryce that Venus as Shulchan El Inkin Kiddush. We do not bring out the table on which the Friday night meal will be eaten unless one already made Kiddush. Imhevi, Poros, Mapu, Makadish. And if it was brought out early, you should spread out a cloth over it and make Kiddush. Roshbam, citing the Shi'otos, explains that bringing out the table after Kiddush shows that the meal is served in honor of Shabbos and covering the table is like removing it. Tosos know that nowadays where it's customary for everybody to eat together on a large table, it's not practical to bring the table out after Kiddush. Therefore, it's our custom to set the table with chalas before Kiddush, but to cover them until after Kiddush. So the circus monkeys, who were trained to let people continue eating a meal they began before Mincha Erev Shabbos, and knew to cover the table with a cloth before Kiddush, would throw bananas at anyone who tried to start a meal before Mincha. Era Pesach. Which reminds us on Daf Tzadi Tesama Basic, more brought up machokas between Rabbi Yudah and Rabbi Yossi regarding beginning a meal 
during the afternoon on Erev Shabbos or Erev Yantav. Here the Gemara cites two prices about this Malkogos. One of them teaches Shavin She'ei They are in agreement that we may not begin. And the second one stated Shavin She'ei They are in agreement that we may begin. And the Gemara explained that Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi agree that we may not begin a meal on Erev Pesach, close to Mincha, as the first mission of the Perik taught. And they agree that we may begin a meal Erev Shabbos and Erev Yantav before the ninth hour of the day. Daf Kufalv. So the similar Daf Kufalv is a bird caller going, Kaw, kaw. So here goes. After Kiddush was recited in Shul at the Bird Caller's Convention, Bird Caller's Convention, that must be more on Duff Kufalov. After Kiddush was recited in Shul at the Bird Caller's Convention, participants made Kiddush B'makam Suda, which reminds us that the more brings Malchulokas between Rav and Shmuel about the Kiddush that was customarily made by the Shulich Sibor in the Beis Knesset on Friday night, whether one has fulfilled his Kiddush obligation. Rav says one does fulfill his Chiv, and Rosh Bam explains that Rav holds that it's not necessary for Kiddush to be recited together with the Shabbos meal. And Shmuel says one has not fulfilled his Chiv because he holds in Kiddush Elba Makam Suda. Kiddush is only a place where there's a meal. The Rosh Bam explains that Shmuel derives this principle from the Pasuk of Karasu with Shabbos Onik, and he should proclaim the Shabbos a delight. In the place where Shabbos is proclaimed, meaning where Kiddush is recited, there should be delight, meaning the Shabbos meal. Alternatively, since Kiddush must be recited over wine, it's fitting that it be recited over wine, drunk at a meal. So after Kiddush was recited in Shul at the Bird Caller's Convention, participants made Kiddush, B'makam Suda, and then flooded around the corners of the room, meeting each other without making another bracha, which reminds that Rav and Shmuel both taught that someone who makes Kiddush in the base Knesset must say a new bracha before drinking wine at home. The Gemara supports this from a bracha that states, Shinui makam sarachavarach, Shinui yain ein sarachavarach. If there's a change in location, one must say a new bracha. If there's a change in wine, one need not say a new bracha. Rav Chisa says in the name Rav Huna, that a change of location creates a new bracha requirement only if one went mabais abais from one house to another, and not if one went mamakam mamakam from one place to another within the house. So after Kiddush was recited in the shul at the bird callers convention, participants made Kiddush mamakam suda, and then flooded around the corners of the room, meeting each other without making another bracha, with the intent to fly back and conclude their meal in their original setting. Which reminds us, Rav Chista adds that a change of location does not create a new bracha rishona requirement. If the bracha was said over the varim hatunim bracha lacharen bimkoman, things that need a bracha chrona in their place, that is where the food was eaten, because someone who eats a food of this type, the kiva kamahada, returns to his original setting. The Rishbam explains that he's continuing with his original meal, since he's obligated to return to his original place to recite a bracha chrona, or to continue his meal in a second place, which will enable him to recite the bracha chrona. There, his leaving does not constitute a conclusion of the meal. Rather, what he eats in the second place is seen as a continuation of his meal. Rav Sheshis disagrees and says that these foods are also subject to the lachas of Shinui Makom. Dav Kufbeis. So the similar Dav Kufbeis is a cave. So here goes. The Chaverim in the cave. Cave. That must be one Dav Kufbeis. The Chaverim in the cave remained at the table while their friends went to Daven, which reminds us that there's a Malchus being the Tanakam of Yudah if members of a group that were eating together left the table well, they have to make a bracha chrona when they leave and a bracha rishon when they return. The Tanakhama says they do not, and Rebuda says they do not only if they had left some members of the table. So the chaverim in the cave who remained at the table while their friends went to Davin unbundled two cups, one for birchaz and mazon, and the other for kiddush. Which reminds us that we had learned before that according to Rabbi Yossi, someone who was eating a meal when it became Shabbos may continue to eat without interrupting for Kiddush. The Gemara cites a bright that teaches the coin of Yossi, when the person eventually finishes his meal, he should say Birchaz Amazon over one cup of wine, and then Kiddush over another. The Gemara asks why Birchaz Amazon and Kiddush cannot both be said over the same cup. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzhak explains, osi mitzvos, chavilos, chavilos, because we do not do mitzvahs and bundles. The Rosh explains that someone who does this indicates that mitzvahs are burdensome for him. 
So the Chaverim in the cave who remained at the table while their friends went to Davin unbundled two cups, one for Birchaz and Muslim and the other for Kiddush, leaving a third cup for Yant of Moti Shabbos to be used for Havdalah and Kiddush. Which reminds the more challenged the rule of Ein Osi Mitzvah's Chavilos Chavilos, noting that when Yantav falls on Moshe Shabbos, Kiddush and Havdalah are said over the same cup of wine, even on the first night of Yantav when one certainly has more than one cup of wine. The Gemara answers, Havdalah and Kiddush Chadam Milsihi. Havdalah and Kiddush are one thing, so there is therefore nothing wrong with saying both of these over a single cup of wine. The Rishbam explains that both Havdalah and Kiddush are based on the Kiddush of the Yom Tovim, and the holiness of the incoming Yantav is even mentioned in the wording of Havdalah. Daf Kuf Kimmel, so the symbol Kuf Kimmel is Yerushalmi Kugel. So here goes. The award-winning Yakna has Yerushalmi Kugel, Yerushalmi Kugel. That must be more on Daf Kuf Kimmel. The award-winning Yakna has Yerushalmi Kugel, presented in honor of the departing king, which reminds us that Rav says the order of the Barachas when Motsi Shabbos is a Yantav, when no Shechianu is said, is Yan Kiddush Ner Havdalah. The Rashbam explains that Rav holds Kedush Hayom Adifa Mahavdalah. That being Makadish a new holy day is inherently more significant than escorting a departing one with Abdallah. Alternatively, the one who first recites Abdallah makes it appear as if he's in a rush to rid himself of Shabbos. Shmuel says, Yainer Abdallah Kiddush. The Rashbam explains that Shmuel holds that Abdallah should precede Kiddush. He mentions the Mashal that more brings later on of Lamelk Shiyotse, Vafarkavus Nichnas, to a departing king and arriving duke. First one escorts the king, which in our case is Shabbos through Abdallah, and then greets the duke, which is Yantav through Kiddush. The Gemara cites several more opinions about the order in which these brachas should be said. Abai and Rava, as explained by the Rajbam, agree with Rav's opinion, but disagree where to insert Zman, the brach of Shechianu, when it also is to be said. Abai says, Yain Kiddush Ner Zman Havdalah, and Rava says, Yak Nahaz, Yain Kiddush Ner Havdalah and Zman. So the award-winning Yak Nahaz Yershami Kugel presented in honor of the departing king who made a bracha every time he drank a cup of wine, which reminds us, Amemar Marzut and Rabashi were once eating a meal together. Amemar said the bracha of each time he drank another cup of wine. Marzutra said the bracha once over the first cup he drank, and a second time over the cup he said Birchaz Amazan over, and Ravashi only said the bracha over the first cup he drank. Amemar explained that each time he drank a cup, he decided it would be his last, but then changed his mind. Marzutra explained, Marzutra explained that he held like the Talmudim of Rav, who maintained that merely declaring one's intention to say Birchaz Amazan makes it forbidden to drink before saying a new bracha Rishona. Ravashi explained that he disagreed with the Talmudim of Rav. So the award-winning Yak Nahaz Yerushalmi Kugel, presented in honor of the departing king, who made a bracha every time he drank a cup of wine, had seven distinctions in its shape and flavor. Which reminds us, when Rabbi began reciting Havdal, he said, When Yaakov Bar Ada heard him, he asked him why he said all of them. When Rabbi Yudah said the name of Rav, that Rabbi Yudah Nasi would only say, Rav explained that he holds like Rabbi Gazer in the name of Ravoshia, who said that the lowest number of separations that one may mention of Dal is three, and the highest number is seven. When Rabbi Yaakov Bar Abba counted that Rav said neither three or seven, Rav answered that the fourth separation of Ben Yom HaShvi does not count towards its toll because it's Me'en HaChasima. It's similar to the Brachas. Conclusion. Daf Kuftalot. So the similar Daf Kuftalot is code. Code. So here goes. The Kohen who discovered the secret code. Code. That must be wrong. Daf Kuftalot. The Kohen who discovered the secret code that was hidden in the last clause of Abdullah, 
before the bracha, which reminds us, Rabbi Yudah said in the name of Shmuel, HaMavdil Zawashi Yomer Me'in Chasima, Samach Chasima. So one recites, Habdal must recite in the body of the bracha near its conclusion, a clause similar to the bracha's conclusion. But the people of Pumadisa say, Me'in Pesicha San, Samach Chasima San. He must recite near its conclusion, a clause similar to the bracha's opening words. Gemara asks what the nafkamina is between the two, and the answer is it's the case of Yantav that falls after Shabbos, where the Chasima of the bracha is, being Kodesh or Kodesh. According to the one who holds Me'en Pesichasan, nothing particular needs to be added. Whereas according to the one who holds Me'en Chasimasan, one is required to say the additional words of Ben Kedusha Shabbos and Kedusha Yantiv Hivdalta. Between the Kedusha Shabbos and the Kedusha Yantiv, you have separated. So the Kohen who discovered the secret code that was hidden in the last clause of Havdal before the Bracha, realized it was a message for him to separate from his friend Levi. Which reminds us, Rabbi Shubin Levi said, that one who recites Havdal must state separations that are similar to the separations mentioned in the Torah itself. But the Gemara challenges this based on a price that teaches that with Havdal, one says, HaMavdil ben Kodesh al ben Orl Choshel ben Yisrael Amin ben Yom HaShvi, L'Sheshes in Mehemasa, ben Tamil Atar, ben Yom HaChavra, between the sea and the land, ben Maim Elyonim, ben Maim HaTachtonim, ben Kohanim Levim, Yisraelim. Now, if Havdal can only include separations that were mentioned in the Torah, we don't find Havdal mentioned in reference to the between the sea and the land. So the Gemara answer is that that clause was an error, and in order to have the requisite seven separations, the clause of Kohanim, Levim, and Yisraelim is a combination of two things. It refers to a separation between Levim and Yisraelim, as it's written, Be'isahi, Hivdo Hashem, as Shevet HaLevi. At that time, Hashem separated Shevet HaLevi, and it also refers to a further separation between Kohanim and Levim, as it's written, B'nei Amram, Aaron, Moshe, Yibado, Aaron, Kodesh Kodesh Kodashim. The sons of Amram, Aaron and Moshe, and Aaron were separated to sanctify him as a holy of holies, he and his children. So the Kohen who discovered the secret code that was hidden in the last clause of Abdullah before the Baracha realized it was a message for him to separate from his friend Levi and to only say Barachas that day where the word Baruch is not recited both at the beginning and at the end. Which reminds us, Abraisa teaches that a Baracha must generally contain the word Baruch once at the beginning and again at the end. Exceptions to this rule are Birchas of Mitzvahs, Birchas of Peros, a bracha smuchel chaverta, a bracha that immediately follows another one which does not begin with baruch. The Rajbam gives the brachas of Shmona Esri as an example and indicates that such groups of brachas are considered like one bracha. And the bracha chron should be kriyashma, and the bracha that follows kriyashma, which does not begin with baruch. Rajbam explains that this bracha is considered to immediately follow the bracha that preceded kriyashma, because one may not interrupt between kriyashma and the bracha that follows it. Daf Kufhei. So the similar Daf Kufhei is a Russian hacker. So here goes. The Russian hacker, Russian hacker, that must be more in Duff, Kufay. The Russian hacker who created a Shabbos robot that automatically interrupted his meals when the time for Kiddush came Friday night, which reminds of Rav Hananya Bar Shalemya and the Talmudim of Rav, were eating a meal on Arab Shabbos and Rav Hamnuna was serving them. They asked him to check if Shabbos had begun because if it had, they would remove the table and return it specifically for Shabbos to distinguish the Shabbos meal from the weekday one. He told them, based on a statement of Rav, there's no need to do that because Shabbat HaKava Nafsha. Shabbos establishes itself. The Rajbam explains that the remainder of the meal would be distinct from its beginning even if the table was left in place because one interrupts his meal to say Kiddush as soon as Shabbos begins due to the prohibition against eating before Kiddush. Rav Amram adds in the name of Rav, the Kiddush Kovas, the Kovas. The advent of Shabbos establishes itself with respect to Kiddush, but the departure of Shabbos does not establish itself 
for Havdalah, meaning one must interrupt the meal to say Kiddush at the beginning of Shabbos, but one need not interrupt to say Havdalah at the end of Shabbos, even though it may not begin eating before Havdalah. So the Russian hacker created a Shabbos robot that automatically interrupted his meals when the time came for Kiddush Friday night and featured a day reminder for when he forgot to make Kiddush at night, which reminds us of Nachum Rav Yitzhak told Ravina that the sons of Rabbi Chia said, one who did not say Abdallah on Mosi Shabbos may say Abdallah through the following week. And we may have heard from this that similarly, someone who did not say Kiddush on Friday night may say Kiddush throughout the following day. Ravina challenged this based on a brace that says, Shabbos v'yontav ain b'hem kedush alkos, v'yesh b'hem hazgara b'virchaz amazon. Shabbos v'yontav days, in contrast to Shabbos v'yontav nights, do not feature kiddush on a cup, but do feature mention of the specialness of the day in b'virchaz amazon. The Rashbam explains that the kiddush mentioned here refers to the bracha that proclaims the kedush of the day. Rav Nachum Yitzhak answered, as explained by the Rashbam, that the brace is not discussing someone who failed to say kiddush at night, as the Chachamim required. So the Russian hacker who created a Shabbos robot that automatically interrupted his meals when the time for Kiddush came Friday night and featured a day reminder for when he forgot to make Kiddush at night was known for his very late child shoes because Shabbos was no burden for him. Which reminds us, Ravina then challenged Rav Nachman by Yitzhak based on another bracelet which says, If one has limited food with which to honor Shabbos and he must choose between the honor of Shabbos day and the honor of Shabbos night, the honor of the day confers. But if he only has one cup of wine, he should say Kiddush on Friday night, which proclaims the sanctity of the day. Now, if Kiddush may be said during the day, why should he not leave the cup until the next day? And use it then for Kiddush and to honor the day. Of Nachman Yitzhak answers that Kiddush is said at night and not the late because Chaviva Mitzvah, a mitzvah is precious in his time. He went on to explain that unlike Kiddush, Havdal is delayed if there's some benefit to doing so because with respect to bringing the day of Shabbos, the earlier we do it, the better, and we thus demonstrate our Chavivas for it. But with respect to escorting the day out, we delay it so it will not appear to be a burden for us. All right, so that concludes our week in review. This is Rabbi Ram Golden Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.